0: The Bears' offensive line is beat up right now. Sports Talk Chicago here with John Zaglou. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago Bears and Chicago sports content. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago and hit up our sponsor, Amish Country Farms in Orland Park. It's kind of a nightmare situation for the Bears at this point, at this time, before the season begins. I just said a couple of weeks ago in the first preseason game in which Justin Fields and really the entire offense exceeded, That it was the offensive line that proved to be integral in the Bears starting out strong. Fields went 3 of 3. Perfect passer rating. Two screen passes that barely passed the line of scrimmage. They went all the way for touchdowns. All the credit for that game and for that result in those first two drives really goes to the offensive line and their ability to block all the way downfield. We talked about last year how the Bears couldn't even run a screen. Couldn't even successfully do it. Maybe get five yards here and there. Maybe lose yardage. And this year, albeit in the preseason, they've shown that they've improved the trenches, which is something Brian Pohl's pledged to do since day one. Credit to him. But as we sit here today, we're about two weeks before week one for the Bears. A lot of offensive line members are hurt, are nursing injuries, are trying to make a comeback. And it actually concerns me considering how integral this is for the Bears' success offensively in 2023. Bears' top pick, Darnell Wright, quote, limped off with an apparent ankle injury and did not finish practice recently, according to 670. The Scores' Chris Emma. Wright was also missing out on a team reps portion at the end of practice with a foot or ankle issue. So we have Darnell Wright, who's hurt right now. Cody White here has a hand injury, but it's one that Matt Eberflus describes as, quote, not a big issue. Tevin Jenkins is called week-to-week by Matt Eberpluss. He's hurt right now. And some reports said he could be out for the season. So I don't know how it's week-to-week from Eberpluss, but other reports from some have said that it could be a season-ending injury for Tevin Jenkins. And then center Lucas Patrick is still, quote, ramping up. He's missed limited practices, and uh, but things are trending in the right direction for him. Point being, These are all integral parts of this Bears offensive line, and all of them right now have up-in-the-air statuses with two weeks to go. Pretty scary stuff. Pretty concerning if you're a Bears fan. Pretty concerning if you're Justin Fields. And this is just a situation in which all these bad things happen all at once. This is nobody's fault. Um, This isn't... Blaming Brian Poles, blaming Matt Eberflues, or blaming Luke Getzee, even Justin Fields. No one's to blame here. These are just a series of unfortunate events that could hurt the Bears before week one. Now, I'm not saying this whole season's down the chute already because four of their offensive line members are hurt, but they looked so good together in that first preseason game. And I had said in that video, recapping the game, that for once Justin Fields has the help he needs, and look what's going on. If this line was healthy and back together and ready to go i think things would be very successful for fields he'd have the protection he needs he'd have the luxury of staying in the pocket a little bit longer or running the football into blocking downfield he'd be able to execute the simplest of plays to the biggest of plays fields would finally have an offensive line that you can hang your hat on it's pretty important and we saw it in place during one of the preseason games now A lot of things are happening all at once, and it may not be looking good for the Bears come week one or even the first couple of weeks of this season. The part that hurts really off the bat is darn all right. This guy was just drafted, and he looked good early on. Now he might be hurt. Ankle injury, and that's not a good sign for an offensive lineman at this point. Limping off the practice field due to an ankle injury. Cody Bitehair, hand injury. He's hurt. Evan Jenkins week to week, but really could be month to month at this point. And then Lucas Patrick still ramping up. Assuming all these guys were 100% healthy, practicing together, ready to go, I would be unbelievably excited for what Justin Fields could do. And I still am. I'm not saying that Fields is going to suck now, but you have to admit this is like playing with one hand behind your back, tied up. I mean, you're losing four of your starting offensive linemen one of which is your top draft pick, who you just picked. Not a successful start to the season for the Bears. Now, here's an opportunity for Justin Fields to really step up, and I think this is a good thing that could come from this. How will Justin Fields do in adversity in this season of Bears football? He knows the system better, has the coaching, has a new GM, has has, has all these things that were different from when he started here with Nagy and Pace and that whole fiasco. He has more resources at his disposal, despite the offensive line issues. So could Justin Fields overcome potentially a bad or injured offensive line to begin the season and still perform at a high level and still improve and still show everybody, hey, I'm the the guy and then some. I am the guy, don't worry, and then some. I'm going to improve. Could we see that from Fields for this upcoming season? That's kind of a challenge for Fields. And I'm not going to kill him or blame him or go after him if he has a tough couple of games with no line help, but no blocking and, and pressure. But wouldn't it be just unbelievable if he could overcome these issues, no matter who's on the line this year, just because he's grown so much as a quarterback? So I think that's an angle to look at as we monitor this situation. It hurts that all these guys are off the field, and it hurts Justin Fields chiefly, but Every team goes through injuries. Every team's going to have their best guy or one of their best guys out now due to issues on the field, injuries, trade requests, whatever it might be. Every team looks great on paper. So you have to overcome the injuries. The good teams overcome the injuries, overcome these outside factors to make a difference still. And that's what I'm curious to see for the Bears and Justin Fields. I think Fields has already proven that he is an NFL-competent quarterback. There's no question about that. This right here is a situation in which he could exhibit immense growth. Immense growth. His starting O-line is all banged up. If they're all healthy, he'd be outstanding like he was in the preseason. But the fact is, some of these guys may not be ready for week one. How does he respond? How does he overcome this adversity? In years past, it didn't really work out. He was younger, trying to learn the NFL, learn the game, and was thrown into some bad situations. This year, there are wide receivers. There's more money and and resources invested into this team. How does Justin Fields respond? How does he turn it around? How does he play better? So that's something that I think we should all be looking at when we read this report. Of course, we want everybody to come back, and that's the main thing, but I think there's a little bit more to it, and it involves Justin Fields, frankly. A lot of things are going to involve Justin Fields this year. A lot of things are going to concern him. Something like this seems indirectly, oh, you know, who cares? This has nothing to do with Fields. Oh, yes, it does. Yes, it does. These are four starting offensive linemen who are now hurt, who are not practicing at a full time capacity. Yes, that's going to affect Justin Fields big time come week one, week two. This does concern Fields. And it's just. It's unfortunate. Every time this kid seems to get a break, something happens right now. And to his credit, he's played better than what should have occurred. Even last year. I mean, was not perfect by any stretch. Has a lot of things he still needs to work on, but definitely played better than what was given to him, than what should have happened. That's a fact. And this year could be the same case, and that's why I'm looking to see how he responds. How much growth has Fields had this offseason? When you have four your starters hurt, How do you step up and still perform at a high level and win a game for your team when they need you the most? This is a good growing and learning experience for Fields. What you could argue now is more of a veteran than a rookie. That's what I like about this situation. The only thing I like, the only positive I could try and pull away from it because everything else is not looking good. But I'm not going to be a doomsday guy here. Not going to be a doomsday guy yet because... There's nothing to panic or fear about yet. Some of these guys could come back. Maybe they're all out for the rest of the season. So be it then. But you still have your quarterback. You still have your wide receiving weapons that the Bears brought in via free agency. And your defense is still going to be solid. The defensive line has some issues and questions and really injuries too. But defensively, you're going to be ready to go. So This is not a doomsday appeal. This is not me freaking out or worrying or telling you, oh, everyone's hurt, so the Bears are going to go 4-13, and 13. not going to happen. But it's just an observation and a reality more than anything. It's a reality. And it's something we're going to have to keep in mind in regards to evaluating fields. I'm not saying his job is on the line, but just in terms of how much better did he get from last year to this year. Right, when we sit there and look and evaluate and see, hey, how much has he changed, how much has he grown, Base is going to play a factor. It just is. It's never going to be black or white with judging fields when his offensive line is torn up again. You, you can't judge somebody perfectly or say, yes, now I know for sure, when he has four offensive linemen down and out. So a lot of qualifiers are coming into play, too. Point being. For all of this, there's more to this report than, oh man, Darnell Wright, Cody Whitehair, Tevin Jenkins, and Lucas Patrick are hurt. There are a lot more implications than, hey, they're hurt, let's see when they come back. No, it's, okay, how's Justin Fields going to build off this? Will he grow from this? How's he going to perform without potentially all four of them in a real-life game? What will the Bears do? How will they perform? When will they be back? And how could we evaluate Justin Fields knowing that Forbes' offensive linemen are hurt? A lot of questions. A lot of things we're going to be looking forward to here. And you know what? I like that angle. I think it's better than declaring the worst. I've seen a couple of people on Twitter. Oh, my goodness, it's over. No, it's not over yet. Nothing's over yet. Season hasn't even started yet. The Bears could have a mishmash of five backup offensive linemen. Justin Fields is a good quarterback, so... He could make something work. Even last year, although the Bears were the worst team in football, they were in every single game, and if they weren't tanking, they would have won many more of those games. That old line and that team in general. I think this year, more than anything, we need to see how Justin Fields can actually win football games. That's the big thing. Because last year, he single-handedly at times kept them in games but never really could come through late in the fourth quarter or late in games when the Bears as a team needed to come through. So if a lot of guys are injured, but there are expectations and a desire to win, how will Justin Fields overcome it? And I think that's the exciting part because as an evaluator, somebody who likes looking at this team and then looking at Justin Fields and how he fits into their future plans, this is fun because you get a real-life situation here. You get to see how things go when they're not necessarily perfect. Some parts are, like the wide receiving core, part of the defense, running back situation for sure, but the offensive line's kind of shaky. How does Fields' pocket presence measure up when he may not have much protection, but he has wide receivers? See, last year, everything sucked. (laughs) Every aspect of the team was horrible. Wide receivers, offensive line running was fine, but everything else blew. And that hurt Justin Fields' And our ability to fully, fully, fully evaluate him. And he did great with what he had this year. Great wide receiving core, good running backs, decent defense, but the offensive line might be beat up. Okay, so let's zero in on what Justin Fields can do. Let's see how he reacts and how he overcomes. Let's see his pocket presence when he is under pressure, but has people to actually throw it to. There are a lot of different angles we could see here. So I hope everybody comes back healthy, but if they don't, it's not the end of the world. It's not doomsday for the Bears. It's more so, okay. Here's the real situation. How could we evaluate what they do? How could we evaluate their results and their performances week to week, knowing the offensive line is kind of beat up? That's what I'm looking forward to with this season, assuming all these guys might still be hurt. It's not time to sound the alarm. I mean, even in this article, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a bit nervous about how things look right now. Well, yes, nervous for sure, but again, not the end of the world. Not the end of the world. This doesn't mean the season's in the crapper because four of your starting offensive linemen are hurt. Now, it doesn't make it a perfect position for Justin Fields, but it doesn't make things impossible for the Bears to win and succeed and still meet or exceed expectations. A lot of opportunities are still on the table. Nothing is over yet. And I think it's just worth reminding everybody that. You're going to see injury reports really around the NFL now at this point. This guy's hurt. That guy's hurt. This whole team is beat up. Anything is possible. Next man up mentality and the good quarterbacks, I should say the great quarterbacks, overcome. And I give Fields credit, last year at times, he did overcome. I mean, my goodness, that team. And he did overcome at times. There were times, you know, receivers dropping balls. I mean, EQ St. Brown, Dante Pettis, my goodness. It was a joke. EQ St. Brown's dropping balls this year in the preseason still. So, I want to see what he does. I want to see how things play out, but I'm not going to sound the alarms yet. And this has to go into your evaluation of Justin Fields for this year, like it'll go into mine. Hey, how does Fields do in these first couple of games with essentially no offensive line but weapons and a better defense? What's his pocket presence like? How does he avoid avoid pressure? How does he get out of the way? Cool things to evaluate and cool nuances that we could see and determine how much Justin Fields' game in specific ways has improved. That's what I like about this, but of course I hope that all these guys can get better soon because having a full, healthy offensive line, that's going to make a huge difference for Fields as we already saw this year. Thanks for watching today's show here on YouTube here on Sports Talk Chicago. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago Bears and Chicago sports content. Big thank you to John Meadows, directing and producing. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago and hit up our sponsor, Amish Country Farms. So long, everyone.